kick it out to on Monday the 13th of January 2014. I am your host Stephen Layton. Very, very welcome to In My Mug and welcome to the news. The guest subscription thing has been going super, super well. If you don't know what I'm talking about, if you missed uh, the news last week, um, we have a subscription blend where it's an express, espresso-based subscription um, where we'll tour around the coffee shops uh, that we supply around the country, getting you to try their bespoke blends that we built for their shops. We're starting this, uh, this month with Acidity Squirrel from Shrewsbury Coffee House. You may have seen me videoing this there last week. Um, you can sign up and have all 12 sent to your door, which will save you 20% off the list price and means that you get to try them all as well. Um, so do sign up to the guest uh, espresso uh, subscription. Burundi is back. There is no surer sign that we are in a new year when we start to see Burundis and Ethiopians and Africans start coming through. Uh, Burundi is back. We are excited to share it with you. Probably will be a uh, in my mug in the future. I'm certainly hoping, hoping, hoping. I'm having real trouble talking today. Um, so yes, you should try that. And here is a picture of in my mug winner uh, Sam. Uh, they won the T-shirt that money cannot buy. Uh, with, um, I can't remember, I think it was a vine, but I promised Sam I would show him, show this here. And that was the amazingly t-shirt flavoured Burundi located guest loving espresso news! So we're focusing on, and we are focusing on Bolivia. So last week when I started to talk about the focus on, I mentioned a little bit about the political situation of Bolivia um, and more than a couple of you emailed me in and said, like, what political situation? Because Bolivia is somewhere that doesn't tend to hit the news. So I'm going to do my very, very best to try and give you my pigeon knowledge version of Bolivia politics. So the president, Evo Morales, um, rose to prominence um, with the campesinos who are rural, rural labourers um, and he was part of the union there campaigning against the United States and the Bolivian government's attempts to eradic eradicate coca um, as part of the war on drugs. So the USAID were putting lots of money in to try and stop local people growing coca. Coca is a long held tradition in Bolivia, something that is chewed or you can make a tea of. Um, and not necessarily turned into cocaine. In fact, coca tea is delicious. Um, in 1995, Morales entered politics to try and continue this war against the US and the very pro-US-led government of the time. Um, lots of the locals were uprising against this US-led kind of government because um, there was a lot of confusion whether they were there for drugs or whether they were there for the actual um, electricity like the um, uh, elements were there, like pe the, the, there's gasoline and oil and all of those things there. Um, in 2005, uh, Morales became the president and completely in one fell sweep scaled back all of the Bolivian relationships with the US. In fact, there's actually a, there's quite a, a animosity between them. Um, legalized the growing of coca, in fact, encouraged the growing of coca. Um, almost to the detriment of things like coffee, things like maize, um, things that were grown there. And uh, Morales also introduced a, an industrialization of 
uh, cocoa by creating a plant in Chulamani, which is one of the key growing coffee growing areas. Um, and lots of that was funded by Venezuela. Um, at the time, uh, Venezuela put a lot of uh, effort and energy into becoming partners with Bolivia. And even today, they are very close political allies, um, which they're not, they're also very anti US. What happened with this at the time as well, the US went, okay, let's pull out. So things like the Cup of Excellence that were funded by USAID, money was gone and reallocated elsewhere because Bolivia wasn't playing uh, playing nicely. Um, the borders closed in, uh, so it was very difficult to get in and out. The, for somebody to work was very difficult. And this sounds all like great negatives. I mean, the positives that Morales has done, he has empowered uh, some of the campesinos who are the local people. Um, there was a lot of racism towards the indigenous people of, of Bolivia and, and it's something that he has worked very hard on making better. Um, the locals love him. Like you talk to a, uh, somebody like David Vilka, for instance, and I haven't spoken to David about it, but I'm thinking somebody who is a subsistence grower who works hard and they will say they love Morales because what he's done is he's given some of the power back to the, to the people. Um, you talk to some of the business people and they're not so positive for him. And that was Focus On. Wow, there was me getting all political. So uh, let's talk about coffee because I'm much better at talking about coffee than politics. Um, this is a farm that I visited back in 2007. Um, and when the Cup of Excellence programme was actually happening, uh, I was part of the jury. And the hotel that I was stopping in for the jury was very, very close to the farm, around right about five miles away uh, from the town of Carico. Um, while I was there, I was able to cook the coffee and I liked it very, very much. I liked the family very, very much. But we were such a small coffee roastery at the time that my hands were tied. I couldn't buy uh, a direct lot like that at the time. Um, so I had to pass. It left me really sad because I kind of kept thinking, oh, I wish I could have that coffee. And that coffee never really left my mind. Um, fast forward to a couple of years ago and I was in Bolivia and they popped this on the table. And I cooked it blind and was just like, this is really good. This reminds me of something. And when they told me about the farm, it was like, oh my God, this is fate. This coffee is like out of all the producers in Bolivia. And I know, I, know I continue to say that Bolivia is quite small for coffee growing, but there still are many, many growers. To find a coffee that you've been and visited before is quite unusual. And the farm is owned by the Montano family. Uh, and it's around about 10 hectares of land um, and sits around about 1,450-1,500 metres above sea level, uh, planted with Tipica, Pitura and Catayi, um, and is around about 15 kilometres from the town of Carico. So although I'm saying it's in Carico, it is a little bit out of there, um, and around about 115 kilometres from La Paz. Uh, and is at the bottom of the very, very famous death road. If you have seen the Top Gear Bolivia special, um, they go uh, up the death road. Uh, I've come down and up it quite a few times, down it on a mountain bike, which I may show you in the map bit, um, but up it a lot in cars and, and, and I don't like that road very much. Um, the Montano family comprises of Don Servia, Alejandra and I think there are 12 children. If you ask me to say the 12 children's name, I, I can, couldn't possibly. Um, they have 50 years growing experience um, and Don Servado is uh, 80. Um, so uh, a, a, a mature gentleman um, and has worked the farm since 1978 I think it is um, but has passed on a lot of his skills to his children um, and there's been a real kind of you know 
passing on of knowledge and working together as a family. So we should talk about the numbers. These farm sizes are around about 10 hectares. Um, produces around about 240 quintales. Uh, has an altitude of 1,450 meters above sea level. Has Katura, uh, both red and yellow Katura, Tipica and Katayi as the varietals. Um, and has been uh, in production for around about 30 years. Um, and all of the coffees were planted then. So uh, none of the plants are older than 30 years, but there's a constant program of regeneration of plants. And that has the numbers. So, uh, oh, and the nearest town, of course, is Carrico. Um, so now it's time for the wonderful map bit. It's the map bit. No expense spent. It's the map bit. Hello to this very special map bit. Um, probably going to be the longest map bit I think I've ever done, which is exciting. So we're down to Has Been Towers and we're zooming back up away from there. Um, I'm not sure why that world little country is on there, but hey, what can you do? So we're going to South America, um, somewhere we've obviously been a lot because we were there last, uh, last month and also for Brazil. So six coffee-growing countries, big population, big surface area compared to the UK surface area. Don't need to go through those again. So we are going down to Bolivia. Oh, there is that lovely Andean spine of coffee. So um, let's look at Bolivia. Name is Bolivia, population of 10.5 million. Size, four times the size of the UK and the capital of Bolivia is called La Paz. Um, we can see La Paz there on the map, actually. Um, so we normally go to Carico, but not this week. Uh, sorry, to Carinavi, but not this week, because as I gave away, we're going to Carico. Um, Carico is uh, separated from the capital La Paz by the death road. Um, yeah, let's talk about the farm. Um, so the farm, Dale Cow is telling us it's called Carico Montaña, altitude of 650 metres with various varietals. But let's look at that death road. <laughs>
And that was fun. That death slide was so much fun. Death road, death slide. But let's have a look um, from the farm. You can see Takariko how far it is. And look at that beautiful typography. Like that is the Andean spine that runs all the way through Bolivia. That's the view back to La Paz. Uh, you see there, there's the little La Paz. Um, and it is just amazing. That has got to be my favourite map bit. So was it good? I hope the map it was good for you. So last time we did this, which was a while back, we had Eva Solo. So we shall remove that and we shall add the staff room. So it's turning back into the wheel of discovery. Where it goes, nobody knows and nobody cares. And we have stock room. Oh, stock room. Okay. Well, that's a new one. So we're going to be doing wheel of discovery to the stock room. And after that, I shall be back with some drinks. Okay, so let's go. Trying not to trip over. Going out of the in my mug room. Uh, we're going through the past the table tennis, past our espresso stations in the training room. We're going down the stairs. This bit's a little bit silly, isn't it? Oh, let's put the stair lights on because I'm actually here on my own on a Saturday, so there's nobody here. Ah, back down the stairs into reception where we've been before. I'm sure you remember coming into. You remember coming into here. And then we're going to go into the dark stock room. So this is basically the stock. So we've got all the Kalita things. Can I get the Kalita things in there? We've got teas, some Waterloo teas, um, Chemexes, uh, yeah, Paulexes, uh, the Milky Pitchers, kind of all the stock that you need to... Okay, so I'm back. Um, going to dive straight into the espresso. Now, because I've had to make all the drinks myself, myself, my, am I really having trouble talking today? Myself. Um, this has got a little cool, but actually, this espresso, I know, benefits from being allowed to cool. It's a beautiful milk chocolate. Like, there's a lovely, lovely milk, creamy, smooth chocolate. I'm thinking, like, like you know, like uh, galaxy bar things that are very silky. Because, I don't know, they must put something in them, but it's very silky. It's almost oily, um, and it has this beautiful acidity of oranges. Mm. An amazing, amazing espresso. In fact, I'm going to go and have another one before I leave. Now, you may notice that there is no cappuccino. Because it's uh, Saturday, I thought there would be some milk left over. I thought somebody would kindly leave me a little bit of milk to do my... Uh, cappuccinos with but it looks like they gobbled it all up so uh, I'm going to go straight onto the brood and I've brewed via Cantan there's a reason for this is that I leave for Central America um, on uh, next Friday and um, yes I'm going to be brewing a lot of Cantan so I'm refining my technique I managed to get a few grinds in my cup which is obviously a sign of a bad technique but I'm going to keep working at it so uh, into there Brood. And that chocolate orange is there again. It is like it is a chocolate, like the Terry's chocolate oranges. Um, the acidity is beautiful. It's so controlled. It's tight. It's not in your face, stupid. It's not like you know making you suck on a super sour sweet because that milk chocolate balances it out. And that's where this coffee comes alive. Is in balance. Um, I am so 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 happy to have this coffee. It's unbelievable. Um, 
I love the story. I love the fact that I remember this coffee from so long ago. Um, and I love the fact that this is the second year I was having it as well. So uh, very, very cool. And lovely to have something that is outside of the uh, the um, Karanavi area, you know, because everything we seem to buy is from that Karanavi circle for good reason, because they're all delicious coffees. But it's lovely to find something delicious outside of there. So now it's um, now it's time for the vine of the week. Um, and I've... I've got to admit, I've selected this a little bit. It's from Kyle, Kyle Gooch, who um, was lucky enough to visit a farm that this time next week, and I literally mean this time next week, I will be sitting in a car driving to, which is uh, Bella Vista, which is from the Don Mayo Mill in Tarazu in Costa Rica. So uh, Kyle sent me in these pictures and I've turned them into a little vine collage. I like your vine of the weeks. Now, um, I would love some more vines. That is the last of what I have. Uh, I would love some more questions for Dale. Um, please, 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 if you're gonna do the questions, don't do them on Twitter. Drop them in on an email to me because on Twitter I will forget and there's an email. I have a little folder that I save them all into. Um, but please do send in. I love you guys being more involved in these things. So next week's in my mug. I'm gonna be recording before I go uh, and uploading in Costa Rica. Um, the one after that may be a little bit ropey, so by, please forgive me a little bit. I, um, I yeah, I'm going to do the best that I can. Uh, but it's hard, and I'm also going to be taking Bolivian coffee and tasting it in El Salvador, probably. So I might get done by customs or something. But, stop rambling. Do remember, life is definitely too short for bad coffee. And this week's is freaking delicious. <laughs>